0: I think any coach looking for managers, if you don't really have a spot for them, there's multiple areas to hold someone. So you might not find your person that wants to be on Rapsido right away, your person that wants to be moving L screens around and throwing soft toss. But if you put that information out there, you're gonna have people that want to flip flop and switch and learn other things as soon as they're in that area. And especially if they're in an environment where they like it, it's really hard to leave it.
1: Just to be able to know that I could do that in the future and that nothing is like set in stone, that I can make my own path at this point. I think that's really, really cool with all of the women that are joining baseball right now.
2: Doing a lot of pitch design and um, working with them one on one to improve their pitches and kind of figure out how we can make their arsenal better.
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to the High School Coaches Club. I'm your host, Max Price. Whether you are out there right now mowing a field, uh, sweeping your court, painting some lines, or what happens to me quite a bit, sitting in your truck in the driveway because your kiddo fell asleep in the back seat and you want to enjoy some quiet time, just know that I am truly honored that you clicked that play button for today's episode. If you want to scroll all the way down and leave a rating, maybe even a review, I would be ecstatic. And don't forget to click the link in the show notes to become a free, I keep saying that, a free member of the club to start getting the weekly newsletter delivered right to your inbox every single Wednesday. Again, that's free. Thanks for supporting the High School Coaches Club. And thanks also to Netting Pros for sponsoring today's episode. Netting professionals are improving programs one facility at a time. They specialize in the design, fabrication and installation of custom netting for baseball, softball, football, soccer, lacrosse, track and field, golf courses and pretty much anything you can imagine. They also design and install digital graphic wall padding, windscreens, turf, turf protectors, dugout benches, dugout cubbies. Netting Professionals continues to provide quality products and services to many recreational, high school, college, and professional fields, facilities, courts, and stadiums throughout the country. You can contact them today by calling 844-620-2707 emailing info at nettingpros.com, visiting their website, nettingpros.com, or by checking Netting Pros out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn for all their latest products and projects. Huge thanks to Will and the gang at Netting Pros for powering up episode 22 of the High School Coaches Club with these three incredible student managers from Johnston High School Baseball in Johnston, Iowa. You may remember Johnston head coach Michael Barta back on episode 6. He dropped some serious knowledge and his student manager program is top notch among high schools in the entire country. And the reason, as it turns out, isn't too surprising. It's because he has great people involved in it. People like Savannah Dennis, Lexi Cahill, and Chloe Williams. These three young women jump on the call here in episode 22 to provide some insights into how a student manager program works, what a student manager actually does and what you can do if you're considering adding a student manager program to your team. And trust me, after listening to these three, you will want to do just that. Let's dive into episode 22 with Lexi Cahill, Savannah Dennis, and Chloe Williams. Chloe, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having all of us here.
3: Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. And this will be the first time I think we've had more than one guest on at a time. And we're just going to go after it and get three in here. So it should be a good deal. Um, and so then joining Chloe is is Savannah.
2: Hello. I'm super excited to be here.
3: Yeah. And Savannah, you're the one who actually reached out to me um, on Twitter way back when, maybe a month or so ago. I posted, I was trying to find some, try to get more female voices on the show. It's been kind of hard to find. And then you reached out and said, well, we're not really coaches, but would you take us? And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, our coach uh, mentioned it, and I was like, might as well just send you a text and see what you say.
3: Yeah, I'm glad you did. This should be awesome. Um, and then and then we have Lexi on the show. So, Lexi, welcome in.
2: Thanks for having me.
3: Yeah, so uh, for all three of you, uh, just, just welcome to the show. I really appreciate it. I know um, we're actually recording this right as the Super Bowl is kicking off. And earlier today, I sent all of you a message just asking, you know, we could reschedule if you want. And all three of you are like, no, I don't care. Don't mind it.
2: Yeah, we're all pretty much baseball people here, so.
3: Yeah, uh, I love it. Let's uh, so let's dive in with Chloe. We'll go kind of in order from from youngest to to oldest. So, Chloe, you're currently a junior at Johnston High School right now. Um, when did you get started as a student manager, and and why did you decide to to do that in the first place?
1: I got started a little over a year ago. I started in February, like beginning of February of last year, and one of my friends had come up to me and said, "Hey." Um, the head coach for baseball is asking for managers. And I had, um, I played softball for eight years when I was younger and I had quit the year prior and I was just kind of, um, not doing anything at the time. So I was like, yeah, sure. Might as well. Like just give it a shot. If I don't like it, I'll just quit. (laughs) But I ended up just really liking it. And now I'm here.
3: That's awesome. Did you, did you play other sports in high school at the time or were you done with all sports?
1: Um, at that point, I had uh, just started on the bowling team for Johnston. Oh my
3: gosh, you guys have bowling in Iowa! Iowa's like the coolest like high school sports state. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, we we have a lot of oddball sports. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, Chloe, happy to have you on. Let's go to Savannah next. Uh, Savannah, you, uh, you're you a senior right now, kind of finishing out your year in this exciting COVID times. <laughs> Same question to you. When did you get started as a student manager at uh, Johnston and, and why?
1: Yeah, I
2: started as a freshman. I started with the freshman team, actually, and it honestly was all by chance. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't think I ever really should have ended up in baseball, but I um, saw in the announcements that the freshman team was looking for some managers, and I didn't know a thing about baseball, but I liked math, and so I was like, I need a hobby. My parents were telling me I needed to do something, so I just took a chance, and now I'm here, and they can't get rid of me. (laughs)
3: <laughs> for, for a math person, you picked the right sport. It's hilarious yeah, that you didn't so. know anything about baseball or, or weren't really a baseball person beforehand.
2: Nope, I never played softball. I did gymnastics and martial arts, so I was never anywhere near baseball, never really got into it. And I was like, I'll just try it out. And now I love it.
3: That's pretty good. I think as as we get through this conversation, people listening will kind of understand by the end. But I think a lot of coaches who are pressing play on this when they're first tuning into it are thinking, you know, student manager, they're probably just kind of doing the score book and or, you know, running the iPad or something like that. And obviously, you guys are doing a lot more than that. But uh, just to hear that, it, it, my immediate thought was like, oh, my gosh, I'd have to teach her how to like, keep score in the games. And it's like, no, I know what you guys are doing is so much more than just just like keeping keeping score in a game.
2: Yeah, we're kind of unique in that area.
3: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, welcome, Savannah. I'm glad you reached out you. and uh, <laughs> glad we got a chance to do this. So, Lexi, same question to you when you when did you get started and and what drove you into student managing in the first place?
0: Um, I started when I was a sophomore, and mainly just because I wanted something to do with the summer. I grew up in a big soccer football family, so I didn't really know any other sports. And I was in our head coach's accounting class, and he was talking about it. And I was like, you know what? I don't know anything about baseball. Maybe I should teach myself a little a little bit about it. And it took off from there.
3: And where are you now?
0: Um, I'm currently a video and scouting manager at the University of Iowa.
3: How cool is that? That's awesome. So you just happened to be in Coach Bart's accounting class? Yep. <laughs> and that's driven you down a, a path that you probably, if you had asked like your freshman self, you would have had no idea that all this would happen.
0: Yeah, no clue. I was a cheerleader and I quit for baseball.
3: <laughs> that's hilarious. So uh, that's something we should mention the the idea of summers in Iowa. Can Lexi, can you give us like a uh, for people who don't know how how high school baseball season is structured in Iowa and how that's kind of unique?
0: Oh yeah, um, most col- uh, high schools we we're kind of different in that aspect. We all have our uh, league. We have a short summer league with scrimmages usually between like maybe one other school, if I'm right about that. And, but usually it's just mainly practice time for us. And then all of our season is in summer from around June to uh, August. The first week of August is our state uh, tournament.
3: It's amazing. So like listening to that, I'm thinking of how, just how hard it can be to find like anyone to sign up to be a student manager anyway, and then to ask somebody, oh, and also you're going to give up your whole summer to do this as well. I, I imagine that's not the easiest ask of most people.
2: You would think that, but we somehow continue to grow, even though people are dedicating their whole summer to hang out with us and watch baseball.
3: <laughs> Isn't that incredible? That's so amazing. I just the so I had Coach Barta on the show, obviously, which is how all of us kind of got connected eventually. And and uh I had no idea about the student manager program. I, I knew literally nothing about it. And it just kind of came up in the conversation, he mentioned it, and it's, it's so much bigger than like i mentioned earlier you you're not just showing up to the the field on game day and sitting there with an ipad or or the old fashioned paper and and keeping score um, what you what you ladies do for the student manager program at, at Johnston Johnston's is, is definitely different than most Most people would kind of imagine. So, um, Lexi, let's go to you with this. What were your expectations when you were first going in, since you're kind of the eldest of the group? When you were going in, hey, you want to be a student manager here. What were your expectations going in? And then what did reality look like? What did you guys actually do as student managers?
0: Um, I'm sure uh, the other two can also attest to this, but it's definitely a weird climate. Even going from other sports, you're spending almost every single day with a group of I was, at least that I know of, I was like one of the first uh girl managers that Johnson had that was like actually involved in like the baseball aspect. Uh and then Savannah came along the same year as me. So we both kinda were that front line. And so we were majority of the time the only female presence until Chloe showed up. And it's just a it was a big change.
3: <laughs> so uh, Savannah, do you want to do you want to join in with that too? When you, since you and Lexi both came at the same time, uh, what was the reality like versus what you kind of expected?
2: Yeah, I would say I was definitely kind of nervous going into it. Like I didn't, freshman year, like I knew the guys, but going in sophomore year with Lexi, I didn't know anybody really. There were only a couple uh, players from my sophomore class that were playing varsity. I didn't know my, any of the coaches really. Um, but I was just kind of excited to do some work and, but the more that I was there, the more comfortable I got with the coaches and the players, then obviously Lexi and I became really close and the coaches were just extremely supportive of everything that we were doing, which made it so much easier, I would say.
3: Yeah. So then Chloe joined up uh, a year after the two of you joined in Chloe, were you friends with Savannah and Lexi? Or is this just something that happened organically? You just ended up in the group.
1: Honestly, we just we just all meshed together. I had no idea who either one of them were before this. I just joined out of chance and like, I, like a spur of the moment thing. And uh, yeah, I had no idea what I was going to get into, but I absolutely love what we're doing now. And I'm really grateful that I got to join in.
3: So Chloe, what is it that you actually do? Let's let's get into that. I think maybe we should spend some time on that just so people listening kind of get an understanding for it. And also so I know, because I know just a little bit about it. Chloe, can you, in a nutshell, get break it down for me? For anyone who has never experienced the Johnson Baseball Student uh, Manager Program, what do you do?
1: Um, all of us kind of have our own little special areas. But specifically for me, I run our Blast Motion piece of technology. And um, I'm kind of in charge of that in the hitting aspect. And yeah, that's basically what I run. I um, just started it this year because Lexi was running it um, her last year, her senior year. And I've kind of taken that over. And I've kind of just uh, we just started our um, training like in January, so it's kind of still new to all of us. We had our first hitting day not too long ago. I think it was last Sunday or the Sunday before that. And so I'm really excited to get to use it a lot more this year and to really kind of make it what it like didn't get to happen last year because of COVID. So to really use it more this year, I think that's kind of my goal.
3: Right, so yeah, Blast sensors collecting uh, an egregious amount of data, all goes onto iPads. Eventually yeah. we can get it onto computers. How much of that info did you dive into to figure out what it is? Like if I asked you what connection scores are or, or attack angle is or bat speed and all that stuff.
1: Uh, Yeah, I really um, worked a lot over. Uh, we had for our school, at least we had this like month and a half long break uh, from school. Like we still did online school. But during that month and a half, we were most we were online. And I really got to do a lot of Zoom calls with our head uh, hitting coach Coach Campbell, and we really just delved into what we want to use with Blast this year. And so I kind of honed in on really looking at the website, discovering, like uh, watching their videos that they have on the website and really just learning what Blast is, what each metric does, what the what each metric should look like.
3: Is there kind of a a couple of metrics that your program's really focused on or is it more of a like individual based on the, the individual hitter?
1: In general, we are mostly focusing on their uh, bat speed because uh, we had a meeting with uh, the representative for Blast. I don't sorry, I don't know exactly who it was, but um, <laughs> no we, had, we had one of um, one of the people from Blast. Uh, we had a meeting with him, and we basically just discussed what we should be looking for. And one of the things was the. Um, that speed. And so that's what we're really focusing on as a general aspect. But as as soon as we get closer to season, uh we're gonna take most of our varsity guys and really hone in on like either what they're what they need to improve on most or what they're um what we want like so we could either have the metric that they're doing the worst in or the metric that we think that they should um, raise more, if that makes sense.
3: It does make sense. And I'm I'm listening to this and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I need to do this at our our baseball program. So I coach baseball here in Oregon and we've had a blast sensor blast sensors for a few years. And, um, it ends up, I just basically end up doing all of it and I'm thinking, man, a student manager, they could learn it. They could handle it. Our players could go to them. Uh, It would take so much time off my plate, so much energy off my plate. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. It's awesome. Um, So, Vanna, let's get into what your kind of focus is. So, um, if someone asks you, "What do you do as a student manager at Johnston?" what's your What's your go to response?
2: Um, I'm in charge of pretty much all things pitching. I have been since I was a sophomore and started with the varsity group. That's just kind of where my passion really lies. Um, I haven't spent much time on the hitting side of things, but I feel very fortunate to be part of the Johnston program. We do have a pitching rhapsody and the insight camera. So I spend a lot of time with that and our pitchers doing a lot of pitch design and um, working with them one-on-one to improve their pitches and kind of figure out how we can make their arsenal better. Um, And then I also, during the actual season when we're playing games, I record um, just a lot of statistics on how they're performing and we use that information to call pitches more um, effectively and to really know what each player needs to work on. So that's where I spend most of my time.
3: This is so incredible. Again, like, so you get, you have, you've got the blast sensor and you have, you know, Chloe's in charge of that. Then you have a pitching rap Soto and an inside camera. And for anyone listening an inside camera soda. not only are they really expensive, but it takes a long time to kind of become like an expert in them. And then mm-hmm. not only to understand like the information that you're getting from them, but then to also turn that into something actionable, like you're talking about pitch design. So um, it's, it's just, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. that's amazing yeah. uh, to, to have, to, to have access to that. And then also for you as a, as a student in high school to be getting access to that and the kind of the, um, responsibility of being in charge of it.
2: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It took me a while. Like I didn't, yeah. when I started as a freshman, I didn't know a ball from a strike, but, um, I dedicated a lot of time my junior year, um, To learning about pitch design you know combing through driveline articles and reading and asking people questions to try and figure out what all goes into it what matters and then kind of figuring out how can we do it on a small scale every single day at practice with our guys
3: it's it's so cool um that's awesome. Uh, Lexi, you're at you're at Iowa now. Can you give us a preview of like what you're doing at Iowa and then also kind of take us through? I know Chloe mentioned you worked with Blast Sensors at, at Johnston. Can you kind of give us what you do at Iowa and what you did at Johnston?
0: Uh, yeah, um, I'll start with Johnston first. At Johnston, I first started doing media and posting play by plays, which was very um, kind of forced me to get to know my baseball information quickly. <laughs> because I didn't know much and then you were tweeting every single inning every single play that was made and then my senior year I kind of took a step back and saw that Savannah was doing all this stuff with pitching and was like wow I really think that's interesting and I've always been a medicine girl in a physical therapy kind of mindset and I was talking to Savannah and she mentioned biomechanics and I fell in love with the word fell in love with everything I had to do with and. We had got a hitting rhapsody unit right before COVID hit and I put my mind on it, put my mind on the blast sensors, everything shut down and I spent my entire quarantine researching it, researching anything I could with biomechanics from micro to macro, like everything I could. I figured out in my senior season, I spent majority of my time working with hitters, both um, hitting rhapsody wise and blast motion wise and... Now I'm at Iowa and we spend a lot of time uh, on pitch design and individual plans for helping develop pitches they already know from ground up work, literally anything you could think of, we probably do. And um, we have an edutronics, we do a lot of edutronic work from infield plays to catchers to hitting, which I kind of snatched up, I really enjoy hitting, so I kind of took advantage of that this winter uh, for our live sets right now, I'm in charge of that. So I really just flipped completely from the media front office side to more of a technical and physical therapy kind of aspect.
3: It's amazing that you ended up at Iowa because when Coach Barta was talking about the student manager program at Johnston, my first thought went to Iowa because, um, I don't know, probably 2017 or so. It was my first year as a head coach, and uh, on Twitter, I idolized um, Iowa baseball uh, because they just the stuff they were posting and then also their student manager program and what the student managers there do is phenomenal, and that's what kept my thought kind of went when you were at Johnston is, is Iowa, I guess I should ask is Iowa where you went because of student managing, or is it just kind of a happy coincidence that that all worked out?
0: Um, I definitely uh, me and Savannah both uh, were told about Iowa baseball managers from one of the players up there. And I think since that point on both me and her kind of idolized the program and kind of had our goals out. Like if we know what we're talking about and we believe in ourselves, and we applied. we get in, we're meant for baseball. And so from that point on, I just was, if I get into the Iowa baseball program, I'm going to Iowa. Otherwise, I'll look at sports medicine
2: programs
3: elsewhere. That's fantastic. Savannah, is that how you are? Are you planning on going to Iowa for baseball?
2: Uh, Right now, it's a bit up in the air. I'm looking at both the University of Iowa as well as Vanderbilt, and it's kind of between the two. I don't know if I got into Vanderbilt yet, but they're both – Really fantastic schools with baseball programs that um, are nothing shy of excellent. So it's gonna be one of them. I'm just not sure which yet.
3: <laughs> yeah, what a tough choice that would be. Vanderbilt yeah, or Iowa. For sure. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. Chloe, is is baseball something you plan to do after high school, or is this something that maybe is just enjoyable for now and you're gonna move on to something different?
1: I definitely plan on continuing my relationship with baseball in the future. I um, have I'm honestly Like, I have no idea really. I kind of have an idea of what I want to major in, but I'm really not sure. And I'm not sure 100% where I want to go. But if I were to go anywhere, it would definitely be Iowa because they have an outstanding program there with managers.
3: Yeah, no kidding. I was uh, when I was thinking this morning about this, and I, I was just thinking, man, the student manager program is great. I know a lot of colleges are, you know, getting them as well. Obviously, Iowa's had one for a long time, and I know Coach Bart out- modeled a lot of what he's done after them. Um, and then you look at what's happening in in professional sports now. Women are starting to break a lot of barriers in sports that previously were male dominated, especially on the coaching side, um, also on the executive side, and then also you're getting. Um, Uh, female coaches, not only on field and stuff, but now we've had our first female general manager down in Florida. And so it's kind of an exciting time because a lot of these walls that used to be up are starting to fall and you're getting kind of a flood of people who are getting these spots, these coaching spots, or these executive spots, or GM spots, or whatever, based on what they can do, not based on what they did as a player, right? And so you don't have to have played major league baseball to go become a scout or to be go become a coach or something like that. In the past, that's how it was. Um, what has seeing this meant to you? So seeing this ability for women to break into a lot of, of sports positions that used to only be available to men. Why don't we go in reverse order, Chloe, and then we'll let Savannah, and then. Lexi go?
1: I think it's definitely almost like reassuring to see that other women are doing it because it is obviously it's baseball so it's going to be a male-dominated sport and um, but it's just it's just a sense of almost comfort to see other women going in and other women being able to do what all the men have previously done and just to be able to know that I could do that in the future and that nothing is like set in stone that I can make my own path at this point. I think that's really, really cool with all of the women that are joining baseball right now.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I'm I've, I've, Don't get me wrong. I'm not afraid to break down some doors and crush some barriers or anything, but it's definitely really reassuring to see that like other women are getting exactly where we want to be. It's not like we're going to have to do all of the heavy lifting necessarily. Um, like We're just going to work hard and if they can do it, so can we.
3: And then Lexi, what do you think?
0: same as them. I think we hit a sweet spot really um, in our growth within the baseball uh, universe, really, where we have women in baseball that we can sort of idolize and look up to and see how they approach baseball within multiple different realms, whether it's driveline, general manager, uh, any sort of front of baseball. We have a path we can follow to look at and we can even take what they did and create something new with it. So that's uh, just wonderful. And I think we were all given a great program where we set off on a really equal front with all of our male counterparts. So all we have to do is just continue to be confident in ourselves and our abilities as managers and beyond.
3: Yeah. That's where I kind of wanted to go now is the, you know, you've, you've obviously have been given uh, at Johnston, you were given uh, a lot of responsibility and it sounds like all three of you were given not only the freedom, but the resources to go learn like, Hey, here's a lot of places to go learn, like figure this out. Um, you know, Chloe talking about blast sensors, Lexi talking about biomechanics, hitting Repsoto blasts Savannah talking about, um, pitching repsodos and insight cameras. So like you've been given resources and the freedom to, and the responsibility to go and dive into them. Uh, but then ultimately at some point you come back to the players and you're, you're helping them become better players. And so the first thought my head goes to is high school boys can be, uh, I won't say anything rude. High school boys can be odd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah.
3: uh, I, whoever wants to go first can dive in and go. But how has the reception been? Uh, because the three of you seem to be kind of the the frontier of females at Johnston and the Student Manager Program. How have the guys been about accepting you? About uh, when you come to them with coaching advice or with you know, hey, here's an idea. How how have they been in terms of reception with that?
2: I'll say it's been a transition. It's been over the years, um, it's gotten a lot better. I don't think anybody was ever bad, but you know, some people are more receptive than others, even just to regular coaches. Um, some people don't want to hear where they need to improve, and some guys really like hearing that sort of stuff. Um, but I think now we're at this point where every player hasn't known Johnston baseball without one of us being there. So they're just so comfortable with everything that we're doing, and I think it's a really cool thing to see.
1: Um, since I came in a couple years later than them, I feel like that the guys got to know what a female presence was before I joined. So I feel like they were more comfortable, like when I came in. And um, yeah, last year, it was last year was just a crazy year. So um, but this year, they've been really, really, um, just in general, more receptive of the information that we've all been telling them, like they're just able to uh, I don't know how to phrase this. <laughs> they're just more like understanding than you would think that they would be. But they're, yeah, they're just really, in general, very open minded. Yeah.
3: That's awesome. Lexi, did you see a difference from the reception from the high school athletes to versus what the reception is like at Iowa for student managers and also for female student managers?
0: Um, yeah, definitely. At a high school level, the boys. They're high school boys. You said it yourself. They they don't really know what a, a manager is in general. Why would you pick to do this, especially with Iowa being an entirely summer sport? Why would you pick to do this? And then we all of us decided to spend majority of our winter either helping Varda with something. We would all spend our entire year trying to help develop something. And so they didn't really quite understand that, especially us being girls. So that was a little hump that we had to get over like for the mutual respect aspect and oh you do actually know baseball as someone that never played softball or any sport in my case and uh at iowa it's just it was crazy they all because you have to get accepted into the program so they all already hold you to a higher esteem and they kind of know that you know your stuff so they're more willing to ask you questions and to accept feedback and they're just very respectful up here but they're also a little bit more matured because they've been around for a little bit longer than 16 to 17 year old boys. So I think any high school kid is growing and realizing that this is a place for anyone. And doesn't matter how old you are, if you're a boy or a girl, if you're a manager, if you know what you're talking about, you deserve just as much respect as a coach would in that instance.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's a, a, an important place to go, I think, is I think we'll have some people listening to this, including myself, um, and thinking, okay, I want to do this. Like, I want to put this in. I want to make this part of my program. Um, Okay, now what do I do? You know, first um you talked about all, I think all three of you've mentioned how you found out about it. So, uh, I don't teach accounting, so I'll have to find another route for that, but I think I can ha- I think I can manage. But um I guess one of the big things is is trying to make the student manager feel valued because what a lot of us think of when we think student manager, we think like I mentioned before, oh, they'll keep the scorebook or the stats and then, you know, maybe they'll help like set up some buckets or something at practice and obviously what you what you do is is so much bigger than that Um, when you think of advice for someone like me who hasn't set this up yet who wants to set it up um, i want to make sure that my student managers feel valued i want to make sure that um, they feel useful i want to make sure that they feel respected not only by the coaches but by the players Uh, what advice would you give to a coach like me who's trying to start out Uh, chloe do you want to do you want to dive in first
1: yeah, sure. Um, I would honestly, my experience has really been shaped by all the coaches, especially Barta, because he's just such an a welcoming person. And he has just such this amazing personality that you just like, feel a part of the group right when you enter because I was very nervous on my first couple of days. But honestly, it just like Barta just kind of made my experience because of it. And um, just try to be as welcoming as you possibly can. And because, because I was extremely, once again, I was extremely nervous. So um, just try to, yeah, just try to be as welcoming as you can, I guess. That would be my piece of advice.
3: I can imagine being nervous. I get nervous. I remember my first time as a, as a head coach, like the first game, even if I go back to the first practice and I knew like I knew what I was stepping into. And for you as a student manager, there's way more question marks. So I, the being nervous part makes a lot of sense. Making someone feel welcomed um, also makes a ton of sense too. Savannah, what about you? What advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about starting their own uh, student manager program for their sport?
2: I feel like it's really, really important that First of all, all of the coaches know kind of how important the role is, and also that it's very clear and obvious to the players that, like, this person, this manager, or these managers are an important part of the team and should also be respected because if there's a question about whether or not that role is an important one or one they have to really pay attention to, then it's gonna be. it might be difficult for these, again, high school boys to really sit back and say, oh, this is someone I should respect. But the standard was set out very early on for Johnston baseball, so it was never really a big problem. And I think that's part of why we've had so much success.
3: All right. So being welcoming, setting standards for the coaches and the players. I think the coaches part too is is vital that you mentioned that because I think it's easy for the head. It's, it'd be easy for coach Barta to be like, okay, Savannah is going to be really valuable. She's going to be re- really useful for us. I'll make sure the players know that, but also you've got to make sure the rest of your coaching staff is on board too, because I think some coaches might have a big enough ego to where here's Savannah. She's, she's, you know, 16, 17 at the time. She's going through this pitching rap Soto and insight camera, she knows all this stuff. And if I don't already know that, like that's kind of intimidating for me. Like, so, so I'm supposed to just let this 17 year old girl be, be that much more knowledgeable about me over something. And so, yeah, be, making sure that the coaches know it too is really important.
2: Yeah, I think also there's that layer of sometimes what we do is a little bit behind the scenes. Like they don't always see the research that's going into it or the planning that's going into it. And if they don't see that, then they might not know how large of a role I guess you could say we're, that we're playing, and that can kind of get lost in translation.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Just from from learning blast and learning rap sodos and everything, like it is, it is not a. a one hour on a weekend. Okay. I I know it sort of a thing. It's, this is a huge commitment. Um, Lexi, what about you? What advice would you give to a high school coach who's thinking about starting up a, a student manager program?
0: Um, I definitely think that it's like they said, the environment, uh, developing a understanding coaches level of what maybe your managers might be interested in and being able to relay that information to your players. Oh, Hey, we have this person doing this and, I expect you to let them know what's up and to help them out if they need help or anything. And if they ask you to do something, you should do it. I think any coach looking for managers, if you don't really have a spot for them, there's multiple areas to hold someone. So you might not find your person that wants to be on Rapsido right away, your person that wants to be moving L screens around and throwing soft toss. But if you put that information out there, you're going to have people that want to flip-flop and switch and learn other things as soon as they're in that area. And especially if they're in an environment where they like it, it's really hard to leave it.
3: Uh, what kind of gear did uh, Barda get you? Get you? Are you guys uh, decked out in coaches' gear? Are you wearing what the players are wearing? What type of stuff did he get it for you?
2: We usually coordinate and wear like all the managers will wear like a practice shirt or some other uniformed color. And then like athletic shorts. So we're, we have our own uniform aside from the coaches and the players.
3: Gotcha. So you're a little bit more special than them. I get it. Um, we are. so uh, when i'm thinking about uh, games uh, and game duties so we've we talked you know rapsodos we've talked uh, blast sensors but there's also the actual in-game aspect of it lexi mentioned earlier um, being the play-by-play person on on twitter and having to learn it was a good learning experience for you but um what were your game duties or what are your game duties like so game days here uh you're heading to the field what do you do take us through your time there
2: um, for me, last year, I, would, I had this kind of extensive spreadsheet that I was filling out that would essentially collect data for me as far as like batting average against, batting average on balls in play, strikeout percentages, all of that good stuff um, that I would use to kind of make and help ma- help the coaches make different decisions about development as well as just like playing decisions. Um, So that's where I spent most of my time last year. This year, it's going to look a little bit different because we have some new technology that we're going to be able to use in-game. But that's what I did mostly last year.
3: Before we dive into Chloe and Lexi, I got to know, what's the new technology?
2: It's a fun app that is currently in beta testing and being developed.
3: (laughs) Is that all you can say about it?
1: That's all I'm going to
3: say. <laughs> all right, sounds good. We'll leave it at that. Chloe, what about you? What's what's game day look like?
1: Um, last year for me, I helped Savannah by tracking uh radar for her and getting writing it down on this base on this like big uh, sheet that I had. I would sit behind home plate, write it down, and then we would, in between each inning, we would make sure that I that all of the um speeds match what pitch she wrote down and it was uh and then we would go in and put all the data by the end of the uh game yeah that was basically my job and then honestly I'm not 100% sure what uh games will look like for me this year very excited for it though (laughs)
3: that sounds good Lexi I know you're at Iowa now take us back to your last year at Johnston what did you do during games
0: we really uh As a little manager group, we had a big joke that I was kind of a jack of all trades. So really anywhere that I could force myself to be a part of it, I would force myself. If it was catcher block sheets, I would do it. If it was uh, times to home, anything really, helping Savannah with pitching, anything I can get my hands on just to do something, I was doing it
3: it just makes so much sense. I'm listening to this and I'm like, man, there's so much happening in game because that's for, for high school sports, you get, you can do a lot of stuff in practice. And then it's like, okay, when the game starts, okay, we'll just play. But obviously there's so much data that can be tracked during games and I think baseball obviously just because it's baseball is really good about tracking a lot of stuff in games and then to use that information to inform decisions happening during the game so Lexi you just mentioned you know times to the plate so you could get a time to a plate on the opposing pitcher now we can do the math catcher to second base we can add them up we can compare and bar you know our guys how they steal we can let players know we can look at tendencies for you know pitchers and picks and things like that and so there's like so much game data that's so useful that you you can actually use during games. So the three of you, it seems, or any student manager at Johnston has the ability to actually during a game affect something else that's going to happen later in the game.
2: Yeah, we really try to set it up that way, that like no one's ever really doing just like busy work or anything that isn't going to help us in some way, shape or form. There's always something to do, and we are very grateful to have the people to do it.
3: Oh my gosh! If you if if you needed a job in the future, I think you could find one in roaming around the country and helping high school coaches set up student manager programs, even just for baseball. Like I'm just listening to this, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is gold! Like there's so much in here that I need to steal and use. And then I'm just start like in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, but there's so much pre work to get all this done. And I I realize I have to start from scratch and like slowly make this happen over over time. But Oh, my gosh, what you girls and the student manager program does is is so amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so in 2020, COVID year, uh, things got shut down. So the off season certainly looked a little bit different. But Iowa was one of, I think, the only, probably the only state that had high school baseball. Obviously, it was played during the summer. Really cool stuff. Uh, and then at the end, something really great happened. So, Chloe, can you tell us about how Johnson baseball did in 2020?
1: We ended up winning the state championship uh, against a lot of odds. Honestly, it was it was a very big deal. Yeah, it was very cool to have my first year have us go in and win the whole thing.
3: What was that? What was that like uh, on the field when you're the the game ends, you win? What that feel like,
1: um, Savannah? I hope you're okay with me saying this. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh gosh. <laughs> but um the second that we won uh one of our coaches coach fuller threw down his um his clipboard and hit savannah in the face <laughs> so my so my mini moment was making sure that savannah wasn't bleeding from her head and yeah. making sure that she was okay but yeah that why why my moments.
3: savannah were you okay
1: Oh, yeah, I was
2: fine. A little disoriented. I didn't know what hit me. And then I put two and two together and I was just confused. But ultimately, I was obviously excited. It was a really cool moment. And just to see like all the work that we went through. And just like, like Chloe said, against all odds, like COVID shutting us down. And we, I can tell you, we were not uh, ranked to be the winners at the beginning of the season. They did not think we were gonna get that far. But to be able to do that was just a really cool moment to kind of make some light in what was an otherwise kind of unfortunate year.
3: Yeah, it was uh, just from a, an outsider standpoint, I remember seeing on Twitter a bunch of tweets over time of high school baseball being played in Iowa. And it, for a while there, it was probably the only sport being played uh really in the country, I would think. Um, Lexi, obviously you were gearing up to head off to college, but obviously it's summer, so the baseball season was still happening. What was winning a state title for Johnson like for you?
0: Um, I was filling out my Iowa application process the entire kind of state, pre-state week, as Savannah unfortunately had to witness with me and my many mental breakdowns because of my project that we had to complete so it was kind of a it was like closing one giant chapter book and so I got to set up and see the past two years of my life because I both years I was actively a part of the varsity team I got to go to the state tournament and my junior year unfortunately we lost uh the state championship but to come back around have my final year be Our big win after everything that happened after getting shut down several times and having a lot of stuff standing in our way. And then to open this giant chapter of getting accepted into Iowa's program and to complete that was just huge for me.
3: Yeah, what an exciting summer for you. You graduate high school, but then thanks to Iowa's weird structure, the high school baseball season ends up happening. So you stay there and do that. Then you're applying to Iowa, winning a state championship, and then immediately turning around and heading to Iowa. How much time off did you have between the end of the state title and your first day at Iowa?
0: I think that I had mm, about two weeks, two and a half weeks before I moved up.
3: (laughs) Not a lot of time.
0: Nope. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Do you see yourself making a career out of this, Lexi? Do you see yourself staying in baseball after you finish college?
0: I am not sure which side of baseball I would like to be in, but I for sure would like to focus on something in the aspect. Biomechanics is a big passion of mine. So whether it's doing on-field training and coaching and mentoring of an athlete in that aspect, or it's continuing – To go into medicine and to look at UCL repair, physical therapy, anything of that sort. I know that baseball is probably going to be a key aspect of it. I'm just not sure which side I would like to focus on.
3: Well, yeah, the resume ends up working really well for you, and then as we talked about before, all these barriers have 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 been felled basically, and and there's no there's no you don't have to sit here and think you know will there be a spot for me regardless of what I choose? Obviously, because of where we are in society now, there your resume is going to speak for itself and you've already got a state title under your belt. Now you're working at Iowa. Uh, It's, it's looking pretty good. Savannah, what about you? Do you see yourself continuing baseball after college? I know it's a little ways out still, but is this something that you see yourself doing long-term?
2: Yeah, there isn't anywhere else I'd want to be than in baseball. I don't have any preferences. I would say to where I am. I think player development is something that I'm really passionate about. But um, I don't really have any requirements beyond that. It is a dream of mine to work for Driveline, but it's not the only dream there is. I also think working for a major league team would be really cool, but I'll, wherever this weird path takes me, I'll go.
3: I recommend waiting till Driveline. Maybe by the time you're ready, they will be out of, out of <laughs> Washington and somewhere else because the, uh, the the weather here in the Northwest, uh, it sucks. <laughs> I don't know if you'll you'll really enjoy going from Iowa to drivelines facility up in Washington. So hopefully, hopefully if you end up at driveline, they'll be, they'll be in warmer, better weather by then.
2: Maybe in Arizona.
3: Oh yeah. Well, they just, they did just open up one uh, kind of a satellite facility down there.
2: Yeah. I'll wait until they make that official.
3: Yeah. Perfect. There you go. Chloe, what about you? Is this, uh, is this something you're, you're the youngest of the group, so you've got even farther to go, but is this, is baseball something you see long-term
1: Yeah, definitely. Once again, kind of like Savannah, I'm not 100% sure like what, where I want to like what path I want to go down specifically. But I'm definitely just here for the journey. And I'm very excited to see where I end up by the end of this. Honestly, as long as I'm in baseball, I'm going to be happy.
3: It's so amazing. Like it's so... uh From this conversation, it doesn't seem like any of the three of you like saw yourself like if you had talked to yourself a few years ago and said, hey, you're going to love baseball and you're going to probably make that like your career. I don't think any of you would have been like, oh, yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah, I am. Uh, But here we are. And, you know, just by circumstances, you know, even just being in being in a coach's accounting class and he's like, hey, I need some student managers and being, oh, yeah, okay, I could try it um it's just so cool to see that path and how your futures kind of start lining up based on kind of just circumstances and then the fact that johnston baseball has this like incredible student manager program that isn't just hey you you guys are bringing the buckets out and and then the three of you over here are going to keep score during the game and it's like oh it's just so big um before I let you go, though, I think I might know Savannah's, but maybe she's got a more embarrassing one. Um, we, Chloe, you mentioned the idea of being embarrassed or not not embarrassed, but being you know worried about um, you know how the first few days might go, uh, and I want to ask the three of you uh, what. The most embarrassing moment you've had is as student managers for a high school baseball program or even in college, Lexi. So um, Savannah, I think we'll start with you because we've already heard a clipboard hitting you as the state title game ended. Is that the most embarrassing or is there something worse?
2: No, there isn't. So there's something much worse. Okay. Um, my sophomore year, Lexi might remember this. My sophomore year, we had a practice. We were outside and they were playing music from the press box, as we usually do, quite loud. And someone was like, someone needs to go pause it because Barda needed to say something to them. And so I'm like, I got it. And I'm running up there <laughs> and I'm running up the steps and I just absolutely slip and fall on my face on the bleachers. And I don't even know if I ended up turning off the music after that. I don't remember.
3: That's fantastic. So you've got we've got a slip and fall. And I imagine a lot of people saw it. And then we have getting yep. hit in the face with a clipboard.
2: Yep. And Fuller didn't even, Fuller didn't even know he hit me. It was a fun little memory now
3: that we have. (laughs) Uh, Lexi, what about you? Most embarrassing moment as a student manager?
2: Oh Lord. Um,
0: (laughs) I am just an embarrassing person. So in general, anything I do, I'm sure multiple of the boys would say something completely different to anything I would say. Um, I genuinely don't know, um, if the story that first came to mind, I could tell. Savannah, I don't know if you know exactly what I'm thinking of. Maybe just your dancing. Um, the dancing was a big issue, but we had some L screens that we were missing a bolt or something, or the piece was not quite right, so it would not be readjusted and- One of the boys, being a teenage boy, shoved it in the slot and it would not move. And so me and Savannah rushed to the bathroom, took a bunch of foam soap and tried to get it undone, and it just wouldn't go. And I was about to go home for a Christmas party, and one of the coaches made a joke about running down to the convenience store to find some sort of lube. (laughs) and. And I was like, you know what, this is our best bet. I don't know if they'll have WD-40 or anything, but I can ask them. And so I had to run to the convenience store and get them some nice, some nice lube to get our L-Screen done, and I didn't know where to find any sort of that product at this store. And so on the phone with both Savannah and one of the players, I just embarrassed myself by having to ask him and then run back to the school with my bag.
2: She did.
3: That's fantastic. There's a lot of ways I thought this 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 recording could go. I didn't. I did not foresee running to the convenience store for lube to get an L screen out as being one of the things we cover today. But <laughs> that's, that's great, Chloe. I don't know if you can beat what we've seen so far, but Chloe, what's your most embarrassing moment as a student manager so far?
1: There's no way I can beat that story. That story gets me every single time I hear it. But um, we have this running joke with all three of us and the current managers that are still there that I'm the person who gets fired the most. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it was you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was like, like, early middle of the season ish. I was still kind of like getting used to everything and. Lexi had texted me because we were supposed to be there a little bit earlier for practice and nobody was there at that time. And, and I texted them. And I was like, hey, can I go to practice right now or is now not a good time? And she just, Lexi just texted me, you're fired. And so I was like, okay, ha-ha, can I come to practice? And she said, yes, you can go, but you're still fired. And so I go to practice. I'm in my car and I go into the, we have this, like, um, it's our, the old football fields, like, um, I don't know how to describe it, like, um, warm-up room, I guess, kind of, if that makes sense. And um, so I go in there, and I look in the room, and it's Barda, Lexi, and Savannah. And Barda looks at me and says, what are you doing here? And I tell you, I've never been more terrified in my entire life. Like, (laughs) Barda Barda is such an easygoing guy, but that moment, making eye contact with him scared me like um, nothing else, and so I go. I don't know. Um, I think I'm supposed to be here, and and then he just laughs. And then he just laughs it off, like it's nothing. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I was so very new at that time, and so they were like, yeah, you're still fired. And I'm like, okay, yeah.
3: <laughs> I imagine there's lots of embarrassing moments uh, available for you, not because you are a student manager or because uh, of anything else, but just because. Uh, I, I've just been around high school baseball long enough to know that uh, we find a lot of ways to embarrass a lot of different people <laughs> in a lot of different ways. And it surprises me not that each of you has found <laughs> your own niche in being embarrassed.
2: You bet. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, I, you know, I appreciate all three of you coming on. I know um, just, just listening to the three of you and having already talked to coach Barta before on a previous episode, I knew that um, I knew that the student program was cool. I did not, I did not foresee it going as deep as it does with, with pitch design and, and insight cameras and blast sensors and everything like that. It just what what you're doing at Johnston and Lexi at Iowa is is really amazing. And it's stuff that I think coaches at all schools in all programs, not just baseball, should really consider because here's the three of you who, like I mentioned earlier, this was not on your radar. And, you know, three, two, four years ago, and yet all three of you now, it's like your future. This is what you want to do in one form or another. And so just for other coaches listening, like what an opportunity to bring in people who maybe aren't quote unquote baseball people or tennis people or football people or whatever coach that you or whatever sport you might coach. But um, just the the way you can impact young people by giving them a chance is amazing. Um, Before we close things out, I wanted to give each of you a chance just to if you had any parting thoughts for coaches, any last things you think they should be aware of or know or anything we didn't cover or any other embarrassing stories about Savannah uh, just to give you a chance to do it. So why don't we go, let's go youngest to oldest so we can let Chloe Chloe lead us off. Anything to, to finish up?
1: Um, one more thing about if you're considering having uh, student managers, uh, everybody is going for the same goal, you know, getting that state tournament and going to state and winning that state championship. So just when you're starting off, just know that they are here for you and that they are going to try their best to do whatever you want, whatever you need. Those people, those student managers are there for you and trying their best to do whatever you want. So just be accommodating to them. And yeah, that would be my other piece of advice.
3: That's great advice. Savannah, what about you?
2: Um, I would say that starting a management program is mostly luck and a lot of just trial and error. Um, So just like reach out to people. Go talk to the kids in the statistics class to see if they really do like numbers and want to do something with that. Go talk to kids on the football team that don't play baseball but really like sports. Just talk to people, see if they're interested, and eventually you'll find some people, I guarantee it, that just like to be around sports and want to try and help. It's just a lot of luck and seeing what works.
3: It's a great point because that's the first thing as a coach that's in my head is like, where do I go? Like, who do I ask? There's, But obviously, there are people that want to do this and that would be interested in doing it if you just gave them a shot or, or just asked them, right? Um, wonderful, Bryce. Uh, Lexi, let's finish off with you. Any parting thoughts?
0: Um, I would just say... Just because uh, you're a baseball program doesn't mean your managers need to come from a baseball background. Obviously, none of us, I mean, Chloe had softball, but none of us really were in an environment where baseball was at the forefront of our mind ever. And that kind of grew with our passion for the sport and our passion for learning and everything to do with management. And so any sport or any sort of level of anything can result in something beneficial for your team, whether it's social media presence or it's on-field managers or even someone that likes stats and wants to help develop an app or a program or something to help you count pitches like Savannah
3: does. Ooh, we just got a little preview of the app there. Thank you. We'll figure this thing out by the time we're done. <laughs> uh, Lexi, thank you so much for coming on. I, I appreciate it so much. Uh, good luck at Iowa. And as you move on from there, uh, I'll, I'll be watching anyway because I'm, like I said, huge Iowa baseball fan. I even have an Iowa baseball sweatshirt that I got a couple years ago when I was uh, watching the, the program from afar. So good luck to you. I, I appreciate you coming on the show so much, Lexi. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and Chloe, same to you. I, I appreciate you being on and uh, good luck with the blast sensors this year and and turning that into something actionable and and helping helping baseball players become a little bit better at it.
1: Yeah, thank you.
3: And then Savannah, obviously, thank you for coming on. But um, a huge thank you, too, to reaching out um, and, and making this happen. You, The three of you will be the first students that uh, ever are on this podcast and to have three of you at the same time and, and to share like all this amazing stuff about student manager programs, which I think coaches can really learn a lot from is awesome. So Savannah, thanks not only for coming on the show, but thanks for having the courage to reach out and, and offer up your your friends, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you for having us. It's been a blast.
3: That was such a fun conversation with three young people who have the potential for tremendous futures in baseball, and I'm really excited to see where life takes them. Big thanks to Savannah for reaching out with the idea, and then obviously a major thank you to Chloe, Lexi, and Savannah for giving us such an in-depth look at what a high-quality student manager program can be. Thanks again to Netting Pros for sponsoring the episode, and to you for tuning in. And as you prepare to move on with your day, a few final thoughts from me. First, if you haven't joined the club as a free member yet, do it. Seriously. It takes about 90 seconds to sign up. You'll be part of the premier national organization of high school coaches, trainers, administrators, parents, players, and more. And you'll get the weekly newsletter in your inbox every Wednesday. You can find that link down in the show notes. Don't forget to leave a rating. Maybe even a review. And if you have any recommendations for people who should be guests on the show, be sure to reach out to me, even if that recommendation is for yourself. Follow the club on social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at HS Coaches Club. You can follow me on Twitter, at Mr. Max Price, and can reach me via email, max at highschoolcoachesclub.com. All right, that's it. That's all I've got. You're awesome. You matter. Thanks for being involved in high school sports and for being part of the club. And as Coach Lee would say, loving you.